Hello and welcome to By Its Cover Podcast, one marriage's journey through movie night using only the covers of movie found on streaming services. Did I say movie or movie? You said movie. Uh, it's supposed to be plural, not singular. It's an I'm, entire podcast series on one, one movie. singular movie. Um, I'm Bree, one of your hosts. Oh, really? That's the one you pluralize? I'm Kevin, the other host. <laughs> yeah. Uh, of this movie podcast. Um, movie. <laughs> yeah. Bree can tell you you've had a little bit of a break from my uh, intro. I have. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't have to solo any of these huh no you you covered for by its cover (laughs) i didn't mean to do that but it was still funny (laughs) uh while i was out of the country enjoying uh germany and places around it and thank you i appreciate you hey you know i do what i can to make sure our podcast is the quality production that it could be as we watch movie singular (laughs) Uh, Um, I think it means you think all movies are a continuation of an original proto movie uh, (laughs) that you watched one time they're all Neanderthals and then we (laughs) all have descended a a line of how they're all connected in the same way weird way do you think every movie is part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe (laughs) the movie universe the oh. movie universe. The movie cinematic universe. Just yeah. double dip it. It is very right. windy here. It is. Uh, let's f- focus in because we have our first movie made in 2022. Yeah, we. this is our first movie of 2022. Like, that's pretty cool. Oh, you mean it was... Yeah, it came out in 2022. <laughs> like, we're finally in the modern day, and that does not happen often on this show. Right. <laughs> uh, we are watching the Hulu exclusive. Uh-huh. Fresh? Fresh. Fresh. Uh, incidentally brought to you by HelloFresh, one of our major sponsors. No, I <laughs> no. wish. Dude, I would... I, if you want me to pimp out mattresses or <laughs> underwear or dick pills or, like, meal kits, get at me. Uh, yeah. I'll watch movies based around dick pills. Uh, I'll work it in seamlessly into conversations. I'd be like, hey, Bree, I'm having a dick pill kind of day. How are you doing? Um... <laughs> You know, that architecture in that movie was based on Romans. Romans, in case you need a dick pill. Um, <laughs> I will chill for this. So, hello, Fresh. You want me to watch a movie with just Fresh in the title? I will review uh, Fresh. I will review Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Um, <laughs> I don't know other movies that have Fresh in them. It's, I'll yeah, work it's... it into movies. Shakespeare in Fresh Love. <laughs> Forest Fresh Gump. So, what you're saying is you're a... Shell out. Yeah. I don't, I don't know where I was going yeah. with that. <laughs> um, I don't want to sell out. I want to buy in. <laughs> um. Okay, so we're watching Fresh. Now, I will be a little bit honest. I have seen uh, not necessarily specifics about this movie, but I have gotten the overall feeling from people talking online that it's controversial let's talk about why you've seen that well because you have the creepiest crush on sebastian stan i don't think it's that creepy oh if you have any level of creepy it's creepier than you think it is oh no i mean i appreciate sebastian stan girl Uh, come on girl 
what are we talking about? He's no uh, Chris Evans. I've but seen I, the shrine. There's no shrine. The only shrine I have is to you because I miss your face. Nice try. All right. Uh, then why did every picture of me you've just painted with a silver arm on one side? <laughs> you, Brie, you've been a fan of Sebastian Stan since that terrible witch movie he was in. Oh, The Covenant. Yeah. You remember the name. That tells you how. Dude, the only reason I remember that is because of Rob Zombie's more human than human playing during the trailer. Oh, yeah. That was like my angry football years in high school. I was like, <laughs> oh, dare they take that with their emo-ness. I really liked when he was the Mad Hatter on Once Upon a Time, too. Don't do this. Don't go down a Sebastian <laughs> you Stan. You started point. it. Stop standing Sebastian Stan, please. No, I mean, it's perfect. Why wouldn't I? No. I uh, okay. So this is why you know this. It's not because you were like, oh, I just, I've heard it in the ether. It's because you've got followed some stand tags. Um, yeah. You don't even call them hashtags. You call them stand tags. I mean, they're pretty accurate. So let's take a look at this cover. Yeah. And I, I think I can guess why it was controversial. So I'm going to go ahead and share my screen for our folks that watch uh, our YouTube stream. That way you can see what we see. So, Bree, do you want to describe that cover? Sure. Uh, first off, first feeling uh, is very 1970s-ish. It's got mm -hmm. kind of a, it's got a red tint to it. Uh, you've got Sebastian Stan and then I'm assuming Daisy Edgar Jones, who is the female. Yeah, who I don't know from anything. She doesn't look familiar to me, but who knows? Um, they're both looking off in the distance to but it looks like Sebastian is looking at her where she's kind of just gazing off almost forlornly uh, he and, looks like he's looking at her the way I look at you when I tell a brand new joke like ooh do you like this and I'm like <laughs> I'm judging your taste in this situation <laughs> Uh, and then the word fresh, which is the title, is splitting them in uh, translucent white. And it's interesting because fresh is not a font I'm familiar with. It looks very um, almost like a flag waving. I mean, it, it looks like it's a pretty standard like impact font, but it's been uh, used the warp tool and some distort mm -hmm. to make it almost look liquidy or like it's dripping. Yeah, and the E is on its side. Yeah. In fresh. Um, so, it, like you said, it's a Hulu exclusive, and it looks like up in the top, it says it's a searchlight film. Is that correct? I can't. Yeah. Think. Which I don't know enough about Hulu's branding to know what that means mm -hmm. right now. I don't know if it means... Um, you know, this is a movie that was produced and they picked it up or if it was an originally right. produced by them thing. Mm -hmm. um, I don't I don't think this. Remember Hulu was doing a, like a horror movie a month original? Thing? Yes. I don't yeah. think this is one of those either. No, that that was what, two years ago? Yeah, I mean, it was a while ago. And they were probably like, oh, horror movie a month during a pandemic. Oh. <laughs> People are we, already we thought, terrified. Just turning on the news. 2020 was dibs are done with that. Um so yeah, I uh, I like Sebastian Stan. Mm -hmm. uh, I I don't know this other person. I will give the the creative directors on this props. 
thank you for making them look in the same direction, like yes. same general direction. Nothing makes me more frustrated in uh, like action movie posters where like a character's reacting to something clearly terrifying and then every other character is reacting to something in a completely different direction. Yeah. Um, that's so weird when I'm like, you have literally infinite control over this. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I'll give him that credit. Uh, I, there's like there's certain little things that I notice in this that make me kind of interested in this movie. I think again, the, your idea of Sebastian Stan reacting to her, um, he's put above her slightly and is, mm-hmm. seems more to be like looking in the same way as her, but at her instead to see her reaction. It almost gives like a horror movie vibe. Um, it's got that kind of tense feeling to it, uh, and. I wouldn't say that he's looking at her adoringly. I would say he's looking at her more in like a stalker, creepy way. It feels predator and prey in some yes. ways. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, it, it does make, it also evokes like some feelings of blood, but also that the white was what kind of got me in fresh. Mm-hmm. Tell me more. Because um, it made me think of like muscle. Okay. Like the, the tendon or the sinew that runs through muscle being white. Hmm. So what are um, what are you thinking? What do you think? I, I I just honestly I think this movie is about cannibals. Um, like everything I, I everything I it just makes me feel cannibalism is going to be a central plot point. So like, you're hey, saying instead you of could have cast Army Hammer in this, um, instead of Sebastian <laughs> Stan, and uh, you might have been like, this is my dream role. Uh, <laughs> I've been born to play this one. And then and then he'd be like, you don't even need stunt doubles. I'll just do this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's the people that he has to act with that are like, we need doubles. We need more doubles. Um, <laughs> can you can you bring in some pork, please? <laughs> I don't. Do you remember a couple years ago there was this like product that was like it it got blew up on the internet um, as like this. It's a real thing that exists, but it was a tofu substitute that was supposed to taste like human. No. Yeah. So. If I remember correctly, and again, this was when I was in college, so I was probably like hammering uh, Coors Lights while I was watching the news article. So I probably am just paraphrasing poorly. But it was like tofu that tasted like humans because it was designed for like cultural anthropologists to like, if you were like studying a culture or a tribe that practiced cannibalism, that you could get yourself in that mindset is what I uh, I remember. And now you're the look you're giving me uh, makes me have to be like, I'm going to Google this. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's kind of like method acting. <laughs> it was called Hufu. was a product marketed as tofu des- designed to resemble human flesh in taste and texture. The tongue-in-cheek Hufu website was in existence from May 2005 to June 2006, uh, the creators claim that Mila Jovovich coined the term after hearing about the product's development while in the Eurostar from London to Paris. Okay, but I want to know... Uh, Why? <laughs> for cannibals that want to quit, as well as a product for anthropology students studying cannibalism. I'm sorry, read that first part again? Cannibals who want to quit. Yes, okay, Samantha B of The Daily Show interviewed him. Um... But I'm trying to figure out cannibals who want to quit. Is that a is that just a thing that I don't know about? Like, is that more? Because <laughs> to me, that's still a very obvious taboo in 
most of the world. Yeah, it is. Um, I mean, obviously, Army Hammer got hooked up with it somewhere, but. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, like, there's, there's some amount where I'm like, oh, is this. Uh, is that a rich person thing? And I'm just not aware of it. Yeah, it, well, it's no, I don't think it's uh, <laughs> uh, the the rich are secretly cannibals. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, as much as capitalism really cannibalizes the human soul. Um <laughs> We're really losing the grasp of fresh and really just diving in full head into socialism. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I think it's one of those like joke products that like they created, like somebody made oh. as like a, a con, like a joke concept. And it just, it, the whole point of it was to build buzz oh. or build like a media attraction. Obviously around. it worked because you remember. I it, remember it. Yeah. Like it, it, more than almost 10 years later. It, it, wasn't there that story? Oh God, I'm, am I going to just spend my this talk of this movie googling cannibals? Like, there. Do you remember the well, cannibal cop story? Was Shia LaBeouf a cop at no, some point? Actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf was not. Uh, no, it is a cop. Yeah, his name is Gilberto uh, Valle, um, former officer uh, with NYPD. Uh, he was convicted of conspiracy to kidnap based on his communications in a fetish chat room. Uh, he made detailed plan. Oh man, God, this is horrible. But yeah, do a bunch of bad stuff and then cannibalize the real women. Ew. Yeah. So do we think that this movie is based off of that? Dude, uh, I almost, okay. Not to keep bringing people back to other movies, if this is a cannibal version of Monster Party, I'm kind of on board. I did like Monster well, Party. Monster Party, or what was that other one we watched where it was the support group for serial killers? Oh, yeah. We keep talking about that. Uh, Vicious Fun, wasn't yes. it? Yes. Uh, did, did we do a bias cover on that, or did we just watch that on our own? I feel like we just watched it. I think we did. But, yeah, again, this is a kind of genre movie that I'm like, I kind of like. Uh, it's a conceit that I enjoy. Not cannibals. I really... No. It freaks me out. But the idea of, like, serial killer, like, trying to get comedic therapy for their issue <laughs> always makes me laugh. I don't know why. Probably because it's such a human thing. I think everyone should go through therapy. Yeah. And then, like, to have somebody that is completely devoid of emotion or human connections being like, I really need to work on me now. Um... It's just an amusing conceit in a film for me. <laughs> so I don't, I think this movie involves cannibals. I think he's trying to bring her in. Um, I could see this being an allegory for the rich exploiting the poor. Mm -hmm. Like I could see it being him being a rich, well-to-do like Christian gray type dude mm -hmm. that brings her in as like this, you know, she's all that kind of figure is going to glamor up and my fair lady or, yeah, but like it's to induct her into like murder and cannibalism. Mm -hmm. Um, I kind of, I'm kind of excited in a way. Uh, what do you think this movie is going to be? Well, now all I can think of is cannibalism. Yeah, well, um, it's. Do you think it's going to fall more on the Hannibal side or more on the 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 fun side of cannibalism? Is there one fun side <laughs> cannibalism? I feel very uncomfortable with how you said that. You know, is it going to provide it as delightful and cheeky? Uh, you know, I think Sebastian Stan does uh, off his rocker pretty well. Uh, 
I'm kind of hoping we get to see him uh, be like a normal dude and then just flip and you're like, whoa, where the fuck did that come from? So you want kind of that like 90s Gary Oldman where it goes zero to crazy and yeah. Yeah, give me that. Um, I know that he's like Hulu's darling right now because of this and then the Pam and Tommy series or whatever it was. Um, so I hope that they gave him something good to chew on. <laughs> I, um, I don't I don't approve of the puns here. If you would have ate a person eaten? At if you at if you at would have ate a person <laughs> Uh-huh. Instead of made that pun, I would have preferred it. No, that's not true, Kevin. All right. Uh, okay. On a scale of uh, your elementary Oregon Trail class talking about the Donner Party mm-hmm. to Albert Fish. Isn't it Finch? Fish. Okay. I'm not talking about the Harry Potter character. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking that's, about that's uh, Albus. the man, no. the serial killer Albert Fish. How gory do you think this movie is going to be? Oh god. Uh Well, if it's just her, it's going to be less than the Donner party, right? I don't think he's going to eat or try to eat her. Well, at least not oh. right away. I think he's going to try to like it, Do you think he's going to try to side. Yeah. Do you think he's going to try to make her a cannibal? I think this is going to be Twilight for cannibals. <laughs> he's going to be like, uh, she's like, I know what you are. And he's like, say it. She's like, a cannibal. He's like, what the fuck? No, what? No, vampire. Vampire. <laughs> I only like, know they're cannibal, blood. but like liquid diet cannibal. Uh, and he's like, oh. I only like smoothies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I don't know. I, this, I think that I'm going to come back from watching this movie and just. (sighs) Okay. Do you think it's going to be like the Hannibal TV show where it makes you very uncomfortable to eat food for a day? Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Because I, I, I loved that show. Did you ever finish it? Because I never finished it. No, we didn't. We didn't watch the last season because it moved networks and we didn't have it. Oh, yeah, because I think it went to like an online only thing, and we're like, oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not. Well, I know it ended on a cliffhanger because yeah, there's. But anyways, that one. In the I know Sebastian Stan. I'm not. I, he's a fine actor. He ain't no Mads Mikkelsen. But then again, Mads Mikkelsen would bring a creepy intensity to this movie that I don't. I get more playful out of this. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know why, but something about just calling it fresh instead of like, if they would call this like the devil's dinner. I'd be like Mads Mikkelsen, cast yeah. him. You get um, me fresh. You're like, oh, it's playful. I just really hope that this, that after this movie, I can still look at Sebastian Stan in the same way. <laughs> Until somebody leaks his texts, he's still likable. Damn it, Army. Why? Dude, you 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 telling me I can't get a man from Uncle Sequel well now because of this? Bullshit? I know. I mean, come on, that was such a good movie, and you know our man Henry Cavill was in it. My man HC, what's he been up to? You know, we really should go through our episodes and see how many times Henry Cavill's mentioned in them. It should be by its cover podcast and Henry Cavill. Babe. <laughs> The inevitable sexual harassment lawsuit that he files against me. 
is going to do that for us. <laughs> We're just going to submit the entire backlog of Bias cover episodes as evidence against me. And they're going to be like, Kevin, did you watch a movie starring Gina Carano in which you said you would like to peel your face off of Henry Cavill's chest as we quote, like a Velcro baby bitch? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I said that. That's uh, I remember a lot of what I say on this show, but I remember that. I guarantee that was accurate. Uh, uh, yeah. And uh, Henry, what'd you think of it? Yeah. I mean, find us on at by its cover pod. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, HC, you, you gotta, you gotta Velcroable chest. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, anyways. Anyways, uh, back, back to, to your <laughs> weird obsession with a male character. Uh, I don't think I am Sebastian obsessed Stan. with Sebastian Stan. I think he's just... Do you think this movie's going to have a twist? Oh, for sure. What if she thinks he's a cannibal, but it turns out he's not, and she's like, oh, I thought we were we were team, we were teammates. What if we're totally wrong and this isn't about cannibalism? <laughs> it's just, yeah. <laughs> We just watched a movie about like the importance of a vegan diet. And we're like, yeah. this was, this was not good. This is not. Is it bad that I wanted the cannibalism? Is it bad that I wanted human consumption? It's all about getting eating organic food yeah. and, and making it sure it's fr- um, fr- farm fresh. <laughs> oh, God. You end up just watching a documentary about the inhumanity of the food industry. And we're like, oh. He's just an organic farmer that only eats what he produces. <laughs> he goes and studies under the Amish. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd let Sebastian Sand churn my butter. Let's see him uh, row a hoe or whatever. <laughs> Have you seen that man? That man got more than a row of hoes, if you know what I mean. All right. He definitely could, I'm sure. <laughs> Sebastian Stan got more than a row of hoe for show. <laughs> no, we're not doing this. <laughs> All right, Kevin, should we go watch a movie? Let's go watch a movie. <laughs> and we are back, having just finished Fresh. And uh, I felt so fresh and so clean after watching this movie. Not at all dirty by the humanity (laughs) and the inhumanity of man towards their fellow man and woman. Um, I literally had to take a shower after watching this movie. (laughs) I mean, that uh, actually happened. So you watched it before me uh, because we're we're not in the same place. And you were like trying to text me during it. And I was like, I'm I'm taking a nap. I'm not awake. And then I was like, wow, she kind of, she started off strong in the tweeting at me or texting me thing. And then all of a sudden it stopped. And I was like, I wonder what happened there. And then as, as I watched the movie later, uh, I was like, oh, oh no, (laughs) I have made my wife watch something. She would never, this movie just needed to kill like two dogs. And it would have been something you would never have watched. No dogs were involved in this movie, by the way. No. Well, even Um, cannibals have standards. Yeah. He doesn't need animals. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, Kevin, what did you snack on during this movie? 
You know, actually, this was a movie I, I could snack on during it. This isn't like uh, Hannibal, um, where I felt like I couldn't eat because I was right. like, this. Is, like, the movie tried. The movie did try. It just it didn't pull it off. The whole like grossing me out too much to not eat. Um, this is going to sound weird. It was, I'm not going to lie, it was 3.30 in the morning when I started watching this movie. Okay. Um, I made chicken teriyaki with rice. Okay. And a Caesar salad. That's so, okay. uh, I should remind everyone, uh, was not high. <laughs> just no, was like, this is what's in the fridge. Let's make this. He wasn't feeling well yesterday, so he had an odd sleep schedule. <laughs> yeah. Um, I made myself some uh, Parmesan noodles. Ooh. So, but, but I had that at the start of the movie, not not when it got into things so not when it got into things so let's yeah. talk about the things it got into so first of all we were right uh cannibalism was the main theme of this movie oh, man saying we were right but we were very wrong in other aspects so i think for me um i just the whole movie i was like <gasps> and i don't first of all let me start off by saying cabin I love you. I am so glad we're married. I I love every day with you. You're fun. You are smart. You're kind and you're Keep sweet. Going. And I, and above all else, after watching this movie, I want to thank you for not, for me not having to be out in the dating world right now. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, that this movie was, I was like, oh man, I need to tell my wife, uh, thank you, thank you for keeping me. Because of the two of us, I would get catfished and murdered quicker. You, <laughs> you would, though, to be fair, there's a scene in this movie that, uh, where they, she's dating and it's a picture of a dog. And I know your reaction would be like, fucking yeah, dog, yeah, Hell yeah, dog. And then you get the dick pic and you'd be like, bring the dog back. Yeah, can I have more of the dog, please? Yeah, like, okay, cool. <laughs> Move along. Come I don't need your dingo. I want your Ringo. <laughs> I, wow, I don't, I don't want that. But I know me. I'd be like, oh, my God, you need a kidney? That's weird. I have two. You can have one. <laughs> I, I would be so dead if I had to go back to dating. So thank you for yeah. For keeping me alive. <laughs> so, okay. So I pondered this movie a lot after watching it. And I, and we will go into the brief summary of it. But... Um, I, Have you ever done an actual brief summary? And No, I mean, we just kind of talked about the movie. Only objectively hated a movie. Have we ever <laughs> briefed the summary? Um, But I, I got done with this movie. And I was texting you. And I figured out you were asleep about halfway through the movie. And I was like, God damn it, I need someone to talk about this movie so uh, okay they obviously this was about how far reaches the man a man can go but at the same time mm -hmm. this was just like an extended metaphor about how awful it is for women to date right now right i mean this movie's got some some layers it's, to it i mean this is very much a social commentary horror movie for sure um it's dealing with the like scariness of dating how we, you put yourself out there i mean if you look at always not to get philosophical brain this is what horror does great as a genre 
I think that's probably why we end up focusing on it so much in uh, yeah. uh, by its cover is like um it takes a social thing that you're afraid of and turns it into an actual horror scenario so yeah mm-hmm. there is the anxiety around dating um there is some power dynamic things where it's just this man is like consuming a woman not only because there's a couple moments in this where like he expects her to be sympathetic to him mm-hmm. in certain moments like he comes back from uh this surgery and he like i had a tough day and it's yeah. just like chained to a fucking wall yeah. <laughs> like uh you know in, in moments like that where you're just like oh this is interesting um you know, it it does have a moment of like girls get it done, uh, yes. female empowerment. But then, like, it subverts it too at this moment where it calls out women that are like perpetuating the toxicity of dating. Absolutely. Um, if yeah, this, I mean, is it Get Out? Which I think was a great movie where I was like, oh, dude, <laughs> yeah, I this all of a sudden like clicks. Mm-hmm. Um. No, I, you know, it, it's interesting because, you know, we're different genders watching this movie. I'm sure our level of enjoyment or conversely, like, horror at it yeah. might have actually been different. Yeah. Um, um, okay, so brief summary. Yeah. Uh, Daisy Edgar Jones plays Noah, N-A-O uh, is her name. And uh, she has best friend Molly. N-O-A. And, yeah, that's what I meant. It. Yes. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> little bit of flip there let me Um, mansplain names to you Uh, yeah no that's fine (laughs) uh so noah is out in the dating world she's probably what late 20s um do you know how old she is the actress or the actor yeah she's like 19 years younger than sebastian she's 20 she's 23 yeah Yeah. which bugs me uh that you you got a 39 year old you know, dating a 23, yeah. Wait, so it's not 19 years, but 16 years. But right? still, it's like... Yeah. It's like a whole uh, teenager could drive between... Come on, Hollywood. You're telling me, like, you always have to cast, like, men in their near 40s with early 20s? Yeah. I mean... We want to talk about a system that grinds up and uh, chews up female characters or females. Yeah. Fucking, Hello, like, hey, Hollywood, Hollywood maybe shine a mirror back. You're like, no, it's no. got to be Tinder's fault. Um, <laughs> um, I do have to say that, so this was the director's first time directing a movie, mm-hmm. and she did phenomenal. I mean, I, the script writing to me was really well done. I feel like the director got the vision of the script. Um, there um but back to this. Okay, so okay. Noah is, uh, she's a graphic designer. Uh, you see her, she works from home. She's isolated, but she has a best friend by the name of Molly who did, the actress did a, fin- actually, I think everybody in this did a phenomenal job uh, acting. Um, and uh, Noah's out in the dating world and she's swiping on puzzle piece, which is what their equivalent of tender is. And um, she, we see her go on this awful date, and this guy is just a douchebag. <laughs> I mean, wears a scarf, has her pay like the scarf's not the like biggest problem with the date, I, buddy. <laughs> he he 
they du- dutch they double dutch or whatever it's called when double you dutch is a jump rope thing okay uh, going <laughs> dutch they go dutch at dinner but um because he's taking the leftovers for his brother she needs to contribute more because he got more food or something like that uh, and- it was he was taking the leftovers so he was like I'll throw in extra on the tip. Okay, there we go. And I'm like, wow, you're real sympathetic. And then afterwards, uh, as they're out front, he does that awkward, like, let's meet up again. And she goes, "Mm, this isn't really working for me. And then he calls her a stupid bitch because, you know, there was, I I mean, when they were at dinner, he was saying, oh, well, it's, I miss our mother, my mother's generation when people would dress up for a date because she's in a sweater. I mean, you took her to a cash only Dutch situation where you talk to the owners of this Asian restaurant, like they can't speak English and that they're stupid. Like there's absolutely nothing about this date from her point of view that went well. And he, he thinks, oh, well, I'm so perfect. I'm, I'll just, I'll give her, I'll give her a chance to date me again. And when she says no, he like flips out on her. Yeah. Uh, and to dudes that are listening to this, that are single, like fucking, it's not hard. Like, okay, I have married an amazing woman. Oh, stop! Don't stop. <laughs> uh, I haven't had to date in a while. But is it that hard to have just like basic decency? I, like, <laughs> it, 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 when somebody's like, "How did you get your wife?" I was like, "Didn't get my wife. Uh, just treated her like a person." Yeah. And then it was weird. She wanted to spend more time with me. Mm-hmm. It's almost like women. Um, I don't I don't know if this has scientifically been proven. Are people <gasps> they are <laughs> and they have their own unique drives and interests and uh ways you should interact with them to recognize them as people. Now, I understand I'm going into fringe science, I'm bordering on conspiracy <laughs> theory. <laughs> but for our listeners at home, I think maybe give it a try. Um, only, also, only if you're not already doing that. <laughs> also, women love ascots. They don't love scarves. <laughs> rock an ascot. Yeah. So I, it's an awful date. It's supposed to be an awful date. Yeah. And uh, she has this best friend, Molly. Um, and Molly is, uh, to her, to her own words, she dates around. Like she just, she says fuck it, and she goes and has sex with whoever she wants, and she just has a good time. So uh, her advice to Noah is say fuck it. So Noah is in the grocery store, and she looks schlubby as shit. I mean, she's got her sweats on, she's got like a really big trench coat, and she just she looks like she's going grocery shopping, which is totally normal. And I, I mean, you don't dress up to go grocery shopping. You're there to I get. Do the essentials i three-piece that shit and um she meets steve and steve and her meet in the 
a lake where the broccoli is and the fruits are. And he's it's called produce, babe. It's called the produce aisle. Yeah, the produce aisle. <laughs> I know yes. you haven't probably shopped in that section. We haven't collectively shopped in the produce aisle much. I use Amazon Fresh, so I don't have to go to grocery stores but, uh, anymore. It's definitely called the produce aisle. <laughs> <laughs> the grape and the broccoli aisle. You know, yeah. the two items the movie specifically references. Yeah. <laughs> There's carrots there, too. Um, so Steve starts talking to her just randomly about cotton candy grapes and how amazing they are. And science is woohoo, yay. So very casual conversation. It's like this awkward flirtation. Uh, I do have to say they both ate some of the grapes and that's stealing because grapes are purchased on their weight and now there's less weight to charge them for, but that's a personal pet peeve of mine. <laughs> I think uh, I think it's okay. I think you're allowed to taste a grape. If no. when, when I worked at the grocery store, uh, like our produce guy, if you wanted to, you could go up to him and be like, "Hey, can I sample this?" Like you just had to let him know. Yeah, it was their their kind of their thing. Like, yeah, he would like. It was weird because they had like a special knife. They're like, cut you a sliver of an apple to try, and you're like. This seems old timey as fuck. Also, <laughs> where are you washing this knife? Uh, <laughs> is but, it any just box knife? Because that's gross. <laughs> okay. Also, the first time we meet Sebastian Stan, I had to say, I have to say, I had a hard time recognizing him. Oh, wow. How come? So, uh, I don't know what this says about Kevin and his like grasp of his sexuality. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, but apparently, I don't recognize men unless I see them grimy. Oh, okay, like, yeah. If your skin is too smooth, and like <laughs> it, like you you just shaved. I'm like, I don't see you as a, existing as a per. You're a plastic robot person. <laughs> so Sebastian Stan, when I'm like, I don't know, man. You don't have the angry makeup on, and you're not like metal armed and grimy. You're not <laughs> with a the long hair. To me. Yeah. <laughs> If, if the first time I interacted with you in a show or a movie is you being dirty, <laughs> fuck it, game on, all right? <laughs> but if you're clean shaven and like well spoken, I'm like, yeah, you're not real. You're a fake. <laughs> you're a phony. Uh, I, I like, I legitimately saw him and I was like, that's not a real person. Um, I was like, he's gonna, he, I was like, he's gonna kill you, Noah. And I was like, Kevin, you know that's gonna happen in this movie. <laughs> but I'm like, I found myself yelling at the screen, like, don't trust him. He's too well groomed. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, they do this awkward flirtation that, but I sent you a picture of the screen, uh, while I was watching this movie. Did you get it? Did you see what I sent you? About the broccoli? No, no, no. Or okay. the fresh meat. Yeah. So in, in the director did a great job in this. Uh, while they're discussing, like, while they're doing this awkward flirting, uh, behind Noah is a sign that says fresh meats. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Foreshadowing. <laughs> and uh, honestly, I don't know if I knew that this was going to be a cannibal movie going into this just by the cultural zeitgeist or maybe I saw something. But knowing that this was going to or going into it, thinking that this was going to be a cannibal movie, I there were so many red flags. Yeah. And actually, Molly, her friend, 
as um, Noah starts introducing Steve and the idea of Steve to Molly, um, which Noah actually, or Molly never meets Steve before they go away for their romantic weekend. Uh, Molly's like, this guy's a red flag. There's red flags here, red flags here, but Steve is a doctor and doctors can be trusted or he says he's in his second year of residency which he says it's his second residency second oh which i don't know what that actually means like if he's got a doctorate and then another doctorate no you know what that means is he has a second home he has his primary home and then he has his killer so he was talking about i'm in my second residency as in i'm taking you to my second home to chop you up and eat you. you I'd, I'd, I'd actually be curious, like if that was a like a, a hint, to yeah. like at something where they're like, there is no such thing as a second residency. Like it's a lie, you know. Yeah. You know, they sometimes have that kind of stuff where they're like, oh yeah, we've embedded this little bit of a clue. Yeah. So uh, Noah and Steve do it, and then uh, Steve's like, okay, let's go away for a romantic weekend. Molly's like, this guy doesn't have an Instagram. You're already going away with him. Like, you have to tell me where you're going because, but um, Noah said, oh, it's a surprise. And so Steve picks her up the night before this weekend and says, hey, we're going to stay the night at my house because traffic's supposed to be bad in the morning. So we're going to stay the night there and we can hit the road early. I I, I love this because I just think like in our relationship, Uh how many times... I would have been murdered. Um, just in in the like, because you ask me those questions. You're like, where when I'm on the road, you're like, where's this club you're going to? Or where's this show at? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to just show up. <laughs> and you're like, what are you, where are you going? I don't know. She's like, what road are you on? Not a clue. <laughs> like, We've, I swear to God, we're probably the only couple that doesn't have the like, find my phone app for each other or whatever that thing is that your parents yeah. have. And I, we probably should, except mine would always have me pinged here at my home. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sometimes I do worry about you out on the road. Yeah, there's there's times where I'm like, oh, I'm on a. There's been times where I've driven to shows, and I'm like, there's a lot of there's a lot more trees than I think there should be uh, to get by this com- <laughs> to this comedy place. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, you don't have to be literal with comedy shack as the name. All right, it doesn't have to be an actual <laughs> shack. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I was just laughing. I was like, dude, she, Molly is an amazing friend. I was like, I am Noah in this situation. I'm like, if somebody ever wanted to eat a very fat white comedian, man, I'd be so screwed. Like, <laughs> it'd be me and like Gabriel Iglesias that would have to worry about like that being targeted. And he's way more famous than me. Like, People would look for him. Yeah. <laughs> well, and one of the things that was a red flag too when uh, when Steve and her started dating was, although they were very normal questions to ask on a first date, he was like, "How are your? How is your family? Like, yep. are there people in your life?" Pretty much assessing whether or not uh, she's going to have anybody that looks for her. And I think that's also like one of those kind of ones again to get to like this movie is a social commentary horror movie. That's uh, the information you get on a date. Mm-hmm. Those are innocent questions until they're not. Yes. And like, yeah. that's, you're like, oh, well, yeah, that is weird that you reveal that information. It's weird that you share that with someone that you literally do not know. Yeah. 
So uh, they get to Steve's house and uh, it, I think the thing that blows my mind is he makes her a drink. She likes uh, Manhattan with lots of cherries uh, that she got at the bar the first night. Oh my God, I am Noah. Uh, (laughs) I don't love this. Um, And thankfully, which will help later, sort of, uh, the bartender actually knows Noah. This guy named Paul had dated her friend Molly, which uh, Noah doesn't reveal to Steve. Um, But Noah and and Steve are sitting there having a drink and all of a sudden Noah passes out and then the title card flashes. Yeah, so we have basically a cold open. 33 minutes. Yeah. I paused it and figured out how far into the movie this title, which was shocking because the first part of the movie was like a cute little rom-com dating movie. And then all of a sudden it hits that title card at 33 minutes and it flips and it was startling. And so Noah wakes up after this title card in a room locked up in chains uh and the room is um concrete uh it's got a lock a lock door that he has one of those like key fob things that only he that key fob will open uh there's a toilet and i mean just the bare essentials it doesn't even have a shower right um and steve is sitting there calmly and he goes she goes what are you doing steve i mean the reaction that she has, the emotions that she went through at that moment, I was, I mean, it was perfect. She did an amazing job, Daisy Edgar Jones. Like, holy shit. She went from, haha, this is a joke, to he's saying, um, no, it's not, sorry. And and then she's like, are you going to rape me? Because yeah. in, a, in a woman's mind, like, that's, that's, like the where your mind goes you think oh my god i am gonna be violated and then he goes no it's it's not that it's it's different and i don't really want to tell you because you're gonna freak out even more and she like hyperventilates and he's trying to calm her down which is like the weirdest dynamic because he is the one that's putting her through these emotions but there's still part of him that's like oh i can make this better for you noah you just need to like breathe a little bit and he like tries to comfort her and she's freaking out and she's sobbing and she's trying to like pull at her chains and i mean it was just a very intense scene and yeah. then um doesn't he just he leaves her without an explanation at no that he point. tells her he's okay. like i'm going to i'm going to uh cut you up mm-hmm. and uh, for meat yeah. um because people pay for that um and then he says, don't worry, though. I'm going to ki- I'm not going to kill you, at least not right away. Because um, the longer I keep you alive, the fresher the meat is. And so I'm going to keep you around as long as I can. And again, he's like, so tries to be so like, hey, I understand. I know what you're going through. You're processing this. And then several times throughout it, when he has these meetings with her, he's like, Hey, you're not handling this 
cool. Yeah. Right? You're being you're being a real downer about the cannibalism thing. And he's like, you'll eventually accept what's happening to you. And at one point he even says, you need to stop being so stressed. It it really changes the flavor of the meat. Like Which Again, like as a dude, you know, you, you, you watch this movie and you're like, oh, dude, do I exhibit those toxic behaviors? Where you're like, yeah, every dude, every man, again, not to be sexist in this movie, but this movie is built around gender roles. There's yeah. no reason, way you can't be. But it's like every guy has been like, hey, you need to calm down right now. And you're yes. like, oh, shit. Oh, that's. Oh, fuck you. That's yeah, not what you needed like, to oh, say in this moment. I realize that's maybe there's a reason why this person is agitated uh, you know so i'm like oh cool uh i need to ev- evaluate some of my biases um but yeah she finds out she's not the only one in there yep there's, there's penny and melissa right and melissa is probably pretty close to being fully harvested because well, we she... find out later that she is she has yeah. been and she, well, yeah, but what I'm saying is she's got the, she's just sings. She's a nutso, right? Yeah, she's, she's snapped. Which I can't blame her. Like if you are slowly getting um, surgically removed and then eaten, mm-hmm. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you find out this whole thing is because Steve is selling all of this stuff. And that's one of the things that I think changed a little bit in a plot because it was originally he was just cutting them up we find out he was a plastic surgeon this is why he knows how to do all these cuts um he he was originally like selling them but then it also turns out he actually is a he not only is he a uh seller not only is he promoting the product he's also a consumer yes which it was very interesting because at one point they made it sound like he was just the selling person um but then uh, Noah tries to escape, and her punishment is he removes her butt cheeks, cuts off that butt. He cuts off the booty. How and... do you, why do you why you gotta why do you gotta damage art? I mean, I it, I, you couldn't really see her booty. I mean, yeah, it wasn't I, like also it feels weird to be like, oh, come on, reduce a person down to their sexual like organs. Not, yeah, well, the butt's not a sexual organ, but like, yeah, also. Did you do the same thing I did every time uh, you saw her like sit on something or uh, like move too fast? I'm like, dude, that's gonna hurt that butt. Yeah, that butt that's not there. Or yeah. And then um, I also realized I know nothing about anatomy, so I was like, <laughs> how? But she lost that butt. How she? How, you can walk without a butt. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, like oh man, just- I don't. I'm not smart. I'm not smart at all. <laughs> Does he like cut off just the? flesh like he leaves the flesh obviously because yeah. he has to close it but is there like um uh, i shouldn't say is there a meaty part like i and, got a booty yeah there, there's a meaty part of there's that gotta, booty. there's gotta be some muscle there like yeah he's i, well, cut I, out I the just muscle. wonder like if he would try to do that to me and he just he's like there's no butt there's just <laughs> he's just i can't cut a long back i can't just cut <laughs> like, so <laughs> uh but there's also um I was la I was laughing because uh, I'm a monster person. Um, I remember uh, Albert Fish. Okay, Campbell, yeah, we Boogie talked Man. about him in the yeah. first part of this. So I I immediately am like, oh yeah, Albert Fish like wrote about how the butt is the best part to eat, and uh, like he wrote letters to the people, like the victims' families, to be like, hey. Just know what I did was totally cool. Um, he had a delicious butt. 
So I ate his butt. Uh, it was a nice roast. And you're like, you dick. Um, but that's kind of, that always feels like that too, where, you know, like these, these monstrous people are like, oh no, this is fine. This is what I'm using. Because even uh, Sebastian Stan's character, Steve, mm-hmm. um, even tries to like, justify it you know like yeah. hey you there's gotta up. be consequences um you know and then he like when he talks about his feeling like a, or when he discovered he was a cannibal at 18 or 19 okay but but hold on before you go there mm-hmm. um she she comes back like we see her post-surgery and like i said earlier the bed is parallel with the ground like it's in the in the ground which first of all i this really pissed me off because you're telling me that um, it wouldn't have been smarter to have the bed above the ground because he's like putting them to and from on a gurney. Like this doesn't make any sense to have the bed. Well, then there's nothing they could move to barricade or hide under or hide behind. Okay. But see, that's not how my mind works. (laughs) You haven't thought about entrapping people. All right. Um, But I, she's reading these magazines post-surgery uh, and in there somebody's written if you have this he likes you mm-hmm. keep trying or something like that and it, it was by Stay Sam- strong, i think is what it says yeah um and then it was by sammy something or other which of course had to have been somebody that was there before well there's there's one thing about that that well there's two things a go ladies helping ladies and b he gave her a pen like that seems a weapony, you know? So Noah decides at that point, hey, I'm going to try to keep on his good side because if I wear him down and get him comfortable, then maybe I can escape. And so he comes in one night and she goes, what does it taste like? Yeah. And he goes, why did you ask? And she just kind of nonchalantly goes, I'm curious. So in that in like she's slowly trying to make him feel comfortable and like she isn't horrified by him so that way she can get more and more privileges and we actually see this at one point too kind of come full circle a little bit too um where molly does has kind of this other side side quest b plot where she's tracking down steve yeah. And she finds uh she does like a reverse image search. That's why she knows that he's faking where they're at. Well, uh, she... and because Molly and Noah, whenever they say goodbye, they always say love you and the other says yeah. love you more. And she just gets a heart emoji. And that wasn't how they yeah. sign off with each other. So she knew right away something was wrong. Yeah, she gets the bartender to release or give the last name, which is Kemp. Yeah. Um finds that finds this guy on on social media finds his wife she goes to confront the wife and like this pays off a little bit later because you're like oh you find out the wife of steve is actually who goes by brendan she's actually complicit in all this she's a his accomplice and then there's a really disturbing scene where she's like i want to take a shower and she you go and you props to this movie uh, yeah. There was a moment where you think they're setting it up because they have her just framed in a doorway as she's undressing. And you're like, this is weird that this movie is trying to like titillate me right now. Yeah. And then it cuts to like, instead of her seeing her naked, um, 
cuts to her taking her pants down, and you see that she actually has an artificial leg. Which means... Which means she was a victim. Yeah. Um, which is, I thought was a fascinating one, especially when it ties back in later to, like, her come up and scene is these female character, like this woman who has been, like, this system has brutalized and consumed her, and she went along with it. She perpetuates it. Yeah. Um, there's a, a cool little, like, metaphor or a cool little allegorical thing in it. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, anyways, uh, Noah gets the the gets to taste human meat it turns yeah. out it's hope yeah that's the name of the girl yeah and uh did it make I, you want spaghetti and meatballs no and i'm definitely glad i finished my pasta prior to that scene um and by the way she tasted it in the form of a meatball um but uh he goes to tell her that right there what you just ate was about thirty thousand dollars so he so you could see how he's able to afford two houses and like have everything all tricked out and throughout this whole process you see little flashes of him packing up the meat (laughs) and sending the girls items to dirty old pervy men yeah yeah the guys want to feel close yeah they want to know who they're eating, the meat that they're eating. Yeah, which, I mean, if you want to go allegorical, I mean, I'm sure it's you're getting into, like, human trafficking, sex trafficking. Yeah. Some of that stuff. Um, this idea that you own the person, like, body and soul, mm-hmm. especially from this, like, it's just your meat. Like, yeah. that's all it is. You don't own the person at all, but that's how they're justifying it, is, yeah. like, even even Steve gives this speech about like eating the person is what love is like it's 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 now so now you're one forever yeah. and then and then I was like yeah until you shit them out yeah which <laughs> wow that's <laughs> vulgar and grim and probably accurate no. but yeah it's just like it's like no dude that's a that's a pale justification for what you're like no that's stupid. Yeah, and um, that's he not even, how anything works. So one of the things that you mentioned earlier, and I cut you off because we hadn't gotten to that part yet, is she asks him, like, what did this when did this start for you? And he says around 18 or 19. And he talks about how isolating it was because he he loved it so much and he didn't have a sense of community. And then he was able to go on the internet and find people like him. And so he's like, yeah, this is part of a community and it's the 1% of the 1%. And all I could think of was Jeff Bezos eats humans. (laughs) Yeah, there's a certain (laughs) amount of like... Oh yeah. Uh, there's um, some there's something in my mind that goes Miss Kenzie Scott left him because she found out he's a human eater. <laughs> yeah, he said nothing. So, um, <laughs> and that's why she donates to all these organizations because she's trying to make up for what an awful human being he is. Though I I got to say the only thing I th- thought was lazy about that was did you notice when they cut to the plate and then there's also a scene at the end where they imply that this was like a satan worshiping thing. I did. There was a Baphomet on yeah. his outside um, like uh, brickwork. And I was like, are these yeah. that he, this is like a, and I'm a like, Satanism man, thing? This ain't, this ain't no Satanist thing. Like <laughs> capitalism can just be so, because even like, because she's like, she asks him, do you only eat women? And he's like, yeah. Uh, and she's like, why? And he goes, well, that's what the market wants. Yeah. And yeah. That's, that's what's in demand. And I'm like, 
you it, make it capitalism. Like, <laughs> if this is this whole thing about like sex, you know, because like this slowly kind of equivocates this with sex in some ways, um, <laughs> it, or, or in just like the consumption of a person. You fucking keep like that's what the industry like an industry demands. Yeah. Um, there's a reason why you cast a 23 year old woman in this with a 39 year old man instead of a 35 year old woman or you know a 39 year old yeah. woman. also because a 39 year old woman would be like uh no not doing this shit uh, <laughs> all right. but uh it, like then keep that metaphor instead of being like oh no this is just a vague satanic group like yeah um it pulled a punch that i don't think it needed to pull there by trying to be like oh it's this other thing yeah so i um do you I, want to talk about the scene? Which the, scene? Oh, the scene that I hoped would end your Sebastian Stan crush for a while. I, you know, I really had to disassociate between Sebastian Stan and Steve <laughs> Kemp because this was a very disturbing movie. You don't, you don't, you don't want to talk about the chomping scene? No. Okay, so here's the deal. We need to make a decision right now. Do we talk about the rest of this movie? Okay. Let's broad stroke it because we we are at 30, 37 minutes. <laughs> minutes on this part alone. So here's the deal. Uh, she discovers Molly tracks all the way there uh, yeah. to the house, gets kidnapped herself. Um, I, I was actually wondering, was Noah somewhat like thinking of going team Steve? No. Like for real? No. Uh, or like it was slowly starting to happen, but then she finds Steve says like, this is what I keep. So he keeps items of all of his, his people he's possessed or caught possessed. Um, I mean, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Like he keeps their possessions uh, in his possession. So yeah. anyways, uh, and then she notices uh, Molly's phone. Yeah. So she now all of a sudden is escalating her like breakout attempt. So she seduces Steve. Mm -hmm. And uh, while she's, uh, trying to give him a beach or yep. I didn't say try she succeeds yeah uh she bites his 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 uh balls dick off. off yeah I think the dick I, I think it can be whatever you want it to be there man. was male genitalia and then there wasn't <laughs> yeah she kendalls him yeah hard. and um and then jammed, at first I thought up. she jammed his balls into his face, which I would have loved so much. <laughs> I'm like, here's nuts in your eyes. <laughs> but no, it's a she jammed toothpaste. toothpaste in his eyes, which has got to suck too. That's got to be all gritty. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. like that's and then, uh, she rescues her her friend or Molly aunt, who at one point they actually eat Molly's boobies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she rescues Penny, and they escape, and you find Penny actually had her leg already cut off, things like yeah. that. Um, and it leads to a showdown where the girls gang up and beat Steve. Yeah. And then shoot him in the head after saying, you need to smile for me. Yes, um, which I thought was beautiful because, yeah. you know, that's what women always get told is, oh, you'd be much prettier if you smiled. I don't have a problem with getting that because I never not smiling. Um, so I I haven't had that issue. Uh, also, I'm fat. So people tend to not look at me and be like, oh, you'd be prettier if you smile like they. I think say, you're gorgeous <laughs> as you are. Stop. Um, don't stop. 
but if I get anything, it would always be like, oh, you'd be prettier if you lost 50 pounds. <laughs> Not from Kevin. Not I, yeah, from Kevin. Yeah. Well, uh, pump some brakes here. No, and as a person at a comedy club, I'm like, I want fucking everyone to smile. Like I want yeah. everyone to laugh. I'm like, oh, are you not supposed to say? It? And I'm like, but then I'm like, I never say that to an individual person. I yeah. like, oh. so I'm like, oh, I'm fine. Uh, I'm one of the good ones. So um, I thought it was pretty. And he smiles. He yeah. smiles before she shoots him in the face. Well, I think like she, he's aware of the grim irony of yeah. like the situation. Uh, I will say the, uh, as a dude, and I understand why you do it in this movie, but it was very frustrating to me that the uh, the bartender tracks molly all this way here's a gunshot and he's like nope we've seen this movie we know how it ends and he leaves yeah you think he's gonna be like their savior and come and get them but he and to be fair if i were a african-american man driving out in the middle of nowhere to a rich person's house and i heard a gunshot i'd piece the fuck out too well also um not to condemn my fellow men but like yeah uh i i have thought about times when people have been like hey this guy not to make it about comedy but like they've been like hey this guy's creepy and a predator there is a line some people will get to and they're like i can't go further than this i either publicly can't say come out against this person Mm -hmm. because they book or they have like they've never been that way around me or that kind of stuff and they 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 kind of hold back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and you, we've seen that uh, time and time again when some of the Me Too stuff was going on. People would be like, hey, pu- privately I support you, but publicly can't. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say anything. And that's what it kind of is in that moment. Like, he gets to a point where he can, he'll do this thing, but he doesn't continue it. Yeah. He doesn't actually do a heroic act. He does as far as he feels like he can, keeping himself safe. Yeah. But then there's also part of me that's like, eh, I don't want to get shot yeah uh, absolutely and no i i mean that but there is, is very real real risk and he chose not to t- not to take it yeah um and we get never like that never gets acknowledged as good or bad in the movie right, well i guess we can say it's bad because we wanted our characters our protagonists to to stay or yeah. to be alive um yeah. so so steve's dead and steve's dead the three ladies are on the run and then Noah's like oh shit I forgot my phone which honestly I'm kind of like they were trying to get cell reception again yeah but Molly had her phone yeah hers didn't have service maybe maybe Molly was like she was using Mint Mobile I don't I don't know know, but the thing is like they had a phone I would not go back for my phone at that point like fucking A I already know that all three of those ladies all three of those ladies are gonna sue the shit out of that estate when it's when it's all said and done I mean come on it's a cannibal murder estate honey they probably don't have like a lot of legal paperwork justifying where where they're at whatever they can see the bank accounts and take that shit um so anyways Noah heads back for her phone and then all of a sudden this rando blonde lady which we know is Steve's wife uh, comes running up to her and she's like we're free we're finally free and starts crying and then starts choking Noah and says you did this you fucking bitch I can't believe you killed him blah 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 so uh, and then Noah uh, stabs her with the key fob in the neck which was amazing. And um, Molly comes and saves her. 
smashes her with a shovel and was like, you're the problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I also think, so there was this moment where the, I can't remember what the wife's name is. Anne. Anne. Anne like arrives and she's surveying the scene and she sees that um, he made dinner and stuff yeah. like that. And there's some legitimate like pissed off, like, oh, this motherfucker. Put his ring away, like his yeah. Cell this motherfucker, like he was supposed to just kill and, and chop up these women, and he's clearly wooing Noah. Yeah, and like, and well, and also because one, it, you got to be like, oh, he's looking for a replacement. Yep, that's but exactly then two, right. You're like, she's got to be like, that wasn't the deal. You yeah. know, I would, you know, it's kind of this like, oh, this is a cycle. This guy is in. Yeah. I thought I was special and it turns out I'm not. No. Um, which I thought, I was like, oh, cool. Like, again, well, I, I, I like that in this movie. Yeah. I think another thing that um, really hit me hard was the fact that, you know, at one point he makes it seem very, um, like, like a business and that he gets the perks of the business. But, um but then you find out that he keeps all these trophies and I'm like, dude, you're a fucking serial killer yeah. and you're trying to justify this because of the money. <laughs> and it, there's, it's not, it's not as I, for lack of a better word, le as legitimate. It's just, he's using that as, as a cover for his true tendencies, which is being a predator and eating people. Y yeah. Um, it's uh it's it kind of reminds me of you know people are in positions because they believe in something not because they're amoral like they mm -hmm. have no morality it's just he wouldn't be doing that job if it was just for the money yes that's why you he's in that position of power or yeah. that position um if he didn't if he was doing it just for the money he wouldn't be in that position he, the system creates tr or promotes true believers not just like these amoral mercenaries. So I guess the other question I have for you is when he was talking about the first time that he ate human meat, mm -hmm. uh, he never actually said how that happened. I think when they were having the conversation, I wonder if you could imply it. Uh, Cause doesn't he say his mom's dead? That's what I was wondering. Did and, he eat his but mom? But he doesn't know where his dad was. Yeah. So I, 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 it could be, could be implied he kills dad, eats mom or dad got him into this or you know that's what i was thinking but it's never it's never explicitly stated no um, um and at a certain point like you, you don't care you don't care about the inciting incident what that creates right this person it's the perpetuation of yeah. all of this um cabin yes how would you change this cover uh you know what i think I don't know. I think the only way you could do change this cover is if you went a little bit more overt, you know, like he has that scene where he's like pulling the leg out and like mm -hmm. butchering it. I guess you could make a delightful looking leg roast, you know, make mm -hmm. it very clear. It's going to be cannibalism. Um, yeah. So you could do something like that. Um, maybe do the fresh meat at the grocery store. That's um, what I was thinking. Like, it's not like this movie makes commentary on like ethical consumerism. You know, it's not yeah. like everything you do actually is consumption and like is exploitation of someone, um, which 
God, that would be a dark movie. <laughs> this was already a dark movie. That'd be so much darker. Um, so it doesn't, so I don't know. I don't know if I have a good answer for like what I would change for this cover. I think I would make it, I would probably make it look like a, a feast, but people. Hmm. Maybe do the Last Supper <gasps> with the characters in this movie, but uh, like body parts for the foods. Yeah. Um, I think that I would do like the the big background be that walk-in freezer with all the body parts and toe tags. Oh. And then in front of it, I would overlay uh, their, like the, one of the shots of them having a romantic dinner or dancing. And so it looks romantic, but then all of a sudden it's like, oh fuck, there's body parts back there. So like if you're shooting through the freezer. Yes. And then framed in the doorway as them having dinner. Yes, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, But I don't know if we mentioned this in the intro. Uh, I like the fact that the title is fresh and it's just one letter off of flesh. And I was like, yeah, like you're saying it with a weird accent. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So would you recommend this movie, Brie? Yes, I would. I know that sounds weird uh, because usually these, this is not my cup of tea, uh, but this movie made me feel a lot of things. I felt a lot of dread. I felt frustration. I was disgusted. Um, they did an excellent job of folding in what should be romantic moments and just made them the most uncomfortable thing ever. Uh But like I said, the first part of this movie is totally a rom-com. If we hadn't talked about the fact that we thought it was about cannibalism, I would have been completely floored at that 33-minute mark. But (laughs) M-E-A. Well played, Kevin. So I would absolutely recommend this movie. Uh, The writer and director did a great job. The actors in it were stellar. Um, There's some really weird-ass architecture in it at uh, Sebastian's second residency (laughs) Um, that was fun to look at. Uh, I I was intrigued the whole movie. What about about you? So this movie, uh, we talked about a little bit. Like, I... I, I wanted a movie where I wanted fun cannibals. I I don't know why. I I, uh, I don't. What does that look like to you, though? Yeah, I don't know. I wanted like Monster Party meets um, Nothing But Trouble meets Vicious Fun. I don't know. So this movie was definitely like um, I don't know. If this is such an unrelatable experience, but like you've gone to a restaurant and you've ordered a dish. Uh-huh. And you're like, oh, that's actually not what I wanted. But you like still eat it. And you're like, oh, this is actually really good. Like, yeah. oh, I liked this. Yeah. Um, that's what's happened. Like when you go to a place and you think you're going to get like, you order their version of like pollo a la creme. And they're like, oh, no, we make it this way. And you're like, oh, you shouldn't. That's not what I want. And then you eat it and you're like, actually, this is better. This is better in a way. Um, so yeah, I wanted I, I wanted it to be a little bit more of a comedy. I wanted it to Well, you uh, always want things. To I always comedy. do. I always because uh, horror comedy is my favorite. It was like in my 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 wheelhouse. But also I was like, oh, you know, how are they gonna make this character sympathetic or like this whole situation sympathetic? And they don't. I mean, like, the problem is, if you're a guy watching this, you'll see some of your behaviors in Steve, and you're like, oh, god damn it. Um, (laughs) 
and then you're like oh yeah now i i get a little bit better at like oh that's that's how that can be interpreted or that's how like that plays on to this later thing and like so i think that's good in a way mm -hmm. um i'm sure i'm sure if i looked at reviews of this you're gonna have some dickhead that's like this movie gets too girl power it's like shut up all <laughs> right this movie's not like I, I can definitely tell this movie was not targeted at me you know yeah. it, and that's cool i because yeah. also like i don't need every movie to be made just for my tastes and my aesthetic that's why i watch movies if if i knew every movie was going to be what i wanted to see mm -hmm. well god how boring would movies be well and also we'd have no podcast yeah yeah, it's just like, oh yeah, it's another horror comedy with superheroes. I liked it. The end. Next one. You know, like, so I I appreciate a movie surprising me in a way that's entertaining. Yeah. So would you recommend watching this? Yeah, watch it. I uh, think also, even Sebastian though Stan, only take roles where you're a little bit grimy. <laughs> For me. For me. For you. Um, I... I know we've spent a lot of time talking about this movie pretty darn close to the length of it, but, and I know we gave a lot away, but honestly, the feelings that this gave me as, as a watcher, I would recommend watching this go and see it. Um, let us know how it made you feel. Uh, contact us on at by its cover pod on Twitter, or Instagram. We'd love to chat with you. Uh, or Facebook. Uh, and Kevin, where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Kevin underscore egg, C-A-V-I-N underscore E-G-G. Kevin Eggleston on Facebook or KevinEggleston.com. Yeah. And don't forget, you can uh, watch this episode on YouTube by its cover podcast. Um, by its cover pod. Oh, I never remember how I put it. <laughs> we'll put the link on our Instagram. <laughs> or by its cover on Facebook or Anchor FM by its cover. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening. We hope to hear from you soon and have an excellent day. Eat some meat. <laughs> no. <laughs>